The week that my mother died was eventful for many reasons. Dad had his last day at work, and after decades on the road, I think he was secretly looking forward to staying in one place for a bit. It was my 22nd birthday. Max had just got a job, which was a massive step for him. Though no one ever officially discriminated against him, he would always receive a carefully worded letter describing a more able candidate, or someone whose CV better reflected the qualifications they were looking for. That was the thing about discrimination that was never mentioned. It was the passive option, the coward's way out. You don't have any legs? Well, we do have stairs. Although in the interests of fairness, looking at your CV, I think we can find a more able candidate. One company even had the gall to tell him that the position had already been filled while they continued to advertise the vacancy. So the circle of life continued. Max was gainfully employed and my dad was given a crystal whiskey tumbler and a bottle of Lefroig for his long service to the company. It has always amazed me, looking back, how easily trivial events make an impact on people's lives. If I'd told him at the start of that week, that he'd soon discard the tumbler in favour of drinking straight from the bottle, he probably would have replied that he didn't often drink whisky, and point to the novelty gift on the wall, which had appeared one Christmas under the tree, with no named sender or addressee. It was mocked up to look like a fire alarm. It said, In case of emergency, break glass. Behind the little clear plastic barrier, there was a minibar-sized bottle of whisky. That's been there for, what, nine years? He'd have said. My parents were fussing around the kitchen, having just returned from an anniversary break to Rotterdam. Mum was getting some lunch together, and Dad was fiddling with the new DAB radio that he'd bought. Can you pass the red pepper, Gunther? Asked Mum. Yes, of course. What is this button? signed Dad. That's to save the channel as a favourite, signed Max. Try one of these, my mum said. And this one? signed Dad. What is it? I asked. That's to switch back to FM, signed Max. It's a Dutch waffle, said my mum. Try it. I bit into it. It's mostly syrup. Don't eat them all. We've got lunch ready in half an hour. Ishamazin, I said through a mouthful. What's it called? Stroopwaffel. Gunther only ever called them Dutch waffles. I tell you what, though, those Dutch, they never eat any veg. I didn't see a carrot the whole time we were there. They won't touch a vegetable unless it's pickled. Sounds like German food, I said. She rubbed my back affectionately. Mum was always a touchy-feely person, which I miss. Dad's more of a get-drunk-and-punch-a-wall person now. We all sat down for lunch and passed each other dishes, and we all ate healthily, and the food was delicious in a way that I took for granted at the time. It never occurred to me that cooking might go wrong, because Mum made it look easy. Shall we go out for a celebratory dinner tonight? asked Mum.
as she cut up a spinach and ricotta filo pastry. She put down the spatula. Celebrate. Max has a job now. Gunter is turning twenty-two and your father's finally going to have a rest. I told you I don't mind working, said Dad irritably. I've been working all my life. Another year won't kill me. It's not your choice to make, dear. You're getting older. You have to retire. Simple as that. Me and Gunter will help, sighed Max. Well, I will. And Gunter can when he finds a job. Ha! He never lifted a finger round the house. Mum did everything for him. Washed his clothes.